What's up, guys? Welcome to the Who Better Than You podcast. In this podcast, we are going to dive into what it means to live a purpose-filled life. I'm a 28-year-old fitness coach and yoga instructor, and I have encountered way too many women like me who have questioned their identity. It's time to change the narrative that you aren't meant for the big things your heart desires. If God has given you breath, you have purpose, and there's nobody better than you for your journey. We will tear down old mindsets and shift our perspective to see that everything happening to you is actually happening for you. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive into the show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Who Better Than You podcast. My name is Gina. I'm the host for your show. I hope you are all having a wonderful week. It is Monday when I'm filming this, so today, January 29th, um, I had full intentions of staying on top of this and filming my episodes out a few days prior, but the week, to be honest, really got away from me. Um, My mom came up to see me yesterday, so we had a girl's day, and we went to, for anyone who doesn't know what girl's day means, we went to brunch and Target, and it was amazingly therapeutic for the soul. I also, speaking of Target, got a new book to read. It's called Archer's Voice. I'm really excited. I've heard, so I asked my best friend what she thought of it because she's a, she's big into reading and she had nothing but amazing things to say about it. But then I did this thing. I don't know if anyone else does this and I kind of ruin it for myself where I go on TikTok and look up like no spoilers book reviews. And there were a lot of like mixed reviews about it. Some people definitely said it was like not as good as it was hyped up to be. And then I just got to stop doing that because it puts this thing in my head where I'm like, do I even want to read it now? Because I'm just like letting other people's opinions in my head. So I'm really excited. I started it last night. It's supposed to be extremely like tear jerking, which I'm a cancer. So I cry all the time as is. And I'm starting my period this week. So um, bring it on. I just finished The Housemaid 2. So I read Housemaid 1 in literally under 24 hours. They're easy reads. And then I read Housemaid 2. It took me a little bit longer. To be honest, I could have done without the second one. It was good, but the first one was really good. So I feel like they could have maybe have done away with that. Um, but please keep sending me book recommendations. I am loving my reading era and I'm trying to make it a goal of mine to at least read four books, um, each month while also, okay, maybe not four, that's ambitious, maybe three, but also reading something nonfiction as well, because I've kind of strayed away from that. But I feel that taking time to read something lighthearted or fictional, it's a really good way to decompress And for someone like me who is constantly feels like I need to be moving or being productive, I can't like sit down and watch TV because when I do that, I'm like, oh, I should be folding my laundry. I should be emptying the dishwasher. It's always those like I should be's. So it's very, very hard for me to sit down and really watch a show unless it's love on the spectrum, which is I'm also obsessed with right now. Um, But with reading, I found that it, it does actually keep me very present And once I can get my phone down or I can get myself to sit still and start reading, I am very into it. So I'm really, um, I'm really loving this journey for me so far. So to be fully transparent, I do have an episode that I had written out. I usually like write out bullet pointed things that I want to say, and I will touch on that episode. But what I wanted to talk about today is a little bit different and it's a little bit off the cuff, if you will. 
but I was inspired by Mel Robbins, who, if you guys have been listening to me, you know, she's my all time favorite podcaster and honestly influencer. I love Mel Robbins. Every time I'm having a down day, I feel like she genuinely knows exactly what to say to me. And I love how all of her content is so interpersonal. Like you really feel like she's talking to you. And I really hope that some of you guys feel that way about me too, because when I am saying the things I'm saying, sometimes it's a little bit odd because I'm just basically talking to myself. So I don't actually know if this is resonating with anyone. I've gotten a lot of great feedback, but in the moment, you know, I don't know. But I have to just really have full faith and believe that there are other people, many other people who feel all these things that we feel. And more than not, it's a lot of them are these big influencers that we admire and that we love. And what I'm really trying to grapple with and get a good uh, handle on is understanding that all of these people who have made such an impact, like David Goggins is who she was talking about on the show this morning. And if you don't know who David Goggins is, um, I highly suggest doing your research on him. He is an impeccable human being and just the definition of what discipline and doing the hard things can achieve for you and what it can look like. Uh, He was a Navy SEAL, but he wasn't just birthed into this uh, life of motivation. He experienced extreme childhood trauma. He was 300 pounds. He was working as an exterminator, I believe. And he just talks through, he's just so inspiring. He just talks through how every single day he has to fight through that old version of him. And, And he was saying like, a lot of times people just think it comes so easy. He does ultra marathons and he's saying like every single day you have to deal I have to deal with that old version of me who wants to be lazy who wants to be fat who doesn't want to take the hard route and Mel Robbins was touching on that this morning on her episode that I had listened to and it really inspired me because where I am in my season of life you guys know I'm starting a business and this can relate to you whatever your season of life looks like too, because we all as human beings need this reminder that we can do hard things. And it caused me to be extremely introspective the last couple months because it's been hard. It's been really challenging. And Layla Hermosi, who is the wife of Alex Hermosi, who also started his own business. They're two entrepreneurs. I highly suggest following if you don't already. Um, my boyfriend actually put me on onto them and they're so inspiring because a lot of the business advice she gives revolves around the beginning stages of starting a business or starting anything new. And she said something I really liked and she's like, if it feels extremely hard and it feels like you're failing, you're probably on the right track. And that really hit home for me because on social media, we tend to only see people's success. And so it's very easy to compare yourself when you're starting something new or doing something unfamiliar and to look at the people who are in front of you having nothing but what looks like success. And that's where tying it back to my main point, I like to think about people like Mel Robbins and David Goggins because it's not like they just have always had it. You know, like we, we see the end result for people, but we don't see all the things in between. And I think that's extremely inspiring to be reminded that it's going to be hard. It's supposed to be hard. 
But the more you can push past that feeling of hard, the more you can thank yourself for for showing up and doing those things. And this is the reason why a lot of times people don't have success with their New Year's resolutions or these ventures that they start out with because they go into it with a sense of motivation and motivation like we know is really it's a feeling it comes and it goes just like any other emotion but it's the discipline it's the consistency it's how you continue to show up every single day that's what matters and this is something that I've always understood in fitness because well it's my job number one and it's something that to be honest like it keeps me sane as a human being and I have found that after repetition. It's not something that I just started doing in college and and was immediately obsessed with. And a lot of times as a trainer, people assume that it's just easy for me. And they're like, oh, well you, I don't know, you look like that and I look like this. And I have to also remind them like, it's hard for me too. Like there are days, like this morning, my alarm went off at 6.30 to go to the gym and that's relatively really not extremely early and I did not want to go and I told myself in my head and this is what I'm continuing to tell myself do what you said you're going to do because that is something that I've always struggled with and I don't think I realized how much uh how how many how much struggle I had around that looking back on my life all the things that I set out to do I've talked about this before that I don't finish things. And that's not, that's so not okay. And I realize that now in my adult life, that this is why I ended up in the position I'm in now. I mean, it's fine. I think everything has led me to this moment and there's something to always be learned and gained. But if I don't want this to continue throughout my life, something has to change. And that's going to start with number one, taking ownership, not blaming other people or other things that have led to your circumstances because at the end of the day the only way we grow is when we take ownership and I'm so so big on that now more than ever before if you fail at something take ownership because there is something to be learned from it and I think a lot of times in my life it's easy to blame other people and it's easy to blame your circumstances but do you know what that does when you do that it takes away your power and I've realized now more than ever in the last few years, I have given my power away so much that it's depleted my self-esteem and it's depleted my self-confidence because I've caused myself to believe that my success depends on other people and the circumstances. And when the time is right, I will X, Y, Z. How many times have you said that to yourself? When the time is right, I'll do this. When my money looks like this, I'll do this. And it's like, you have to take these risks. Guys, I feel so passionate about this now more than ever that I'm in this place. And the last two months, I'll be so transparent, have been extremely hard. And I have probably half the days of the week, I cry at some point and I doubt myself. And there's all these things and all these, you know, so many times that I want to be like, you know what, I'm just going to go back to working for somebody and play it safe and do what I've always done. Essentially, let me just hustle my life away, make money enough to survive and just repeat, repeat, repeat. And hear me out. There is nothing wrong with liking your job and, you know, enjoying that, that pattern for yourself. I can only speak from me and my experience that my whole life I have felt 
this resentment towards people who were entrepreneurs or who went out and did those things because I've always felt like I had so much to say and so much to give. But the only person that was in my way is me. And that's the thing that Mel really put into perspective for me today is you're not going up against other entrepreneurs. You're not going up against the other people, you know, make this relative for you. It's really, you're going up against yourself and it's that fighting the old version of you every single day. That is how we win the war. That is how we show up when you continue every single time to push past those feelings of, I don't want to today. Or when you wake up and the first thing you feel is depressed and you feel heaviness in your chest, you have to make a decision in that moment to either wallow in that and again, give away your power to those feelings or you lean up against it and you do it anyway. Because when you show up and you do that hard thing, it builds slowly, slowly, brick after brick. It builds your level of confidence in yourself because you can look back and be like, thank you, Gina, for doing that even when I didn't feel like it because you knew that this was going to be beneficial to me, right? Let's The easiest example I can think of is the gym. If you have the intention to wake up and go work out at 6 a.m., Listen, you can sit there and say, I want to do this. I want to do this. But until there's actually action behind it, you're not changing anything. And there's been so many times in my life, I have actually said the sense, I want to start a yoga business. I want to do personal training on my own. I want to create a podcast that creates an environment for people to feel like they're not alone in their struggles and and whatever else. But for so long, I have disqualified myself because I'm like, this is for somebody else. It's it's not for me. It's not my journey. But why? And the only reason is not because, I mean, maybe there were people who doubted it and said I couldn't do it. But at the end of the day, I'm fully aware the reason I have waited until this point is simply because of me and because of the beliefs that I had built around who I am and what my worth is. And until we do that work, guys, I promise you, you will stay stuck. And I'm in the thick of this right now, changing my mindset and changing the way I show up in the world and the way I see myself. And I have to be honest, it's it's hard, it's hard work. And taking a long look at yourself in the mirror and acknowledging that you're a flawed person, but you're a worthy person. And there is so much purpose in your life, but you have to get out of your own way. And if I can encourage you with anything today in this episode, it's get out of your own way and do what you said you're going to do. When you run into a situation where maybe let's say it's Sunday and you're like, I want to go to the gym three times a week, three times this week, and I want to get into a yoga class and I want to, speaking of books, pick up that book that's been sitting on my shelf And I want to call that old friend that I haven't talked to in a while. And it's, you know, all these thoughts that we have and the one twos are great. But again, if there's no action behind it, it's just another fleeting thought in existence. And then when we don't do it, what that does is it feeds that belief that we have already cultivated in our minds about who we are. So if you, when you don't make it to the gym that three times that week, you're like, I'm a failure. And and then you stay stuck in that. And this is where so many people get stuck in their weight loss journey because 
it's so inspirational to see these videos on TikTok of people's before and after, but we have to remember guys and realize how much goes into the process. And my favorite example of this is someone like Stephen Furtick, who I've talked about him before, I believe has, um, he is the head pastor of Elevation Church and he's someone who really reignited my faith in my adult life. And I was listening to his podcast and, um, they're based out of Ballantyne, North Carolina, and they have worldwide ministry now. And I've joined a couple of their small groups. And I mean, they've been, they've been wonderful in my life and I've seen their worship team in concert, like very impactful to my walk with God. And I live in Pittsburgh, okay? Just to give you context. He's in North Carolina, and he is someone he doesn't even know how much has impacted and touched my faith and my walk with God. And I think about a story he told one Sunday about when he started his ministry, him and his wife. And they would be ecstatic when when they got 50 people into the room. Because for... I don't know how long, weeks, months, he was preaching to maybe just their staff. And then the number grew to 50 people. And then it grew to 100 people and so on and so forth. And I don't know how long they stayed into that pattern. But just to give you perspective, they have a worldwide ministry now. And that's super amazing. And someone like me who discovered Elevation when they were already in the peak of their growth right? It was already a mega church at the time that I had found it or stumbled upon it. But when you think about reverse engineering it to where he started, it's really, you really have to admire that grit because it's easy for us to see the end result and be like, well, yeah, you run, you have all this success and you run this massive ministry and you make all this money and blah, blah. But that beginning stage, do you really think that he knew what this would turn into one day. I'm sure he didn't. I'm sure he prayed for it and I'm sure he was hopeful for it. But at the end of the day, like that took so much faith and so much resilience to get to that point, to show up every Sunday with what? 12 people in the room. Anyone who has accomplished great success, it just has not come easy. And the sooner that we can change the way we see that, the better. Because there's been so many times I've just looked at these people that I'm talking about and thought, wow, they just have lucky girl syndrome. Like the right opportunities just fell into their lap. And the reality is when you really take the time to listen to their stories and listen to how they became who they are, it honestly sounds quite brutal. And a lot of us would have quit, would have gave up on ourselves. And that is what I am discovering in this journey that separates people who are successful and people who are not. It's all about your mindset, guys, and choosing every single day to show up for yourself and do the things behind closed doors that other people can't see or isn't glamorous or isn't the sexy side of self-development because when we can do those do that work and when we can truly be honest with ourselves about where we need to change and where we need to grow and be better 
that is when we will see things turn around for ourselves. I made a post on my Instagram sometime last week about hanging out with rich people and how a few years ago, something like that would have really intimidated me and caused me to shrink back because I would have felt insufficient or like I didn't belong. And now I crave to be in those spaces because if I can be in an environment where I'm learning from them, then I can be more like them, aka achieve the success that they have. You have to start thinking in the space of if they can do it, why can't I? And I've spent so much of my time finding comfort and being around people in the same situation as me. That's just like human nature. We like to, I mean, that goes back to high school with cliques. You hang out with the same type of people, very similar to you. And I noticed that I was getting into a cycle of hanging out with people who didn't take ownership, who liked to blame other people, who were constantly just, I'm the victim of what's happening to me. And they're wonderful people, but geez, I I was doing the same exact thing. And I stayed in that place for so long because it's almost like I found comfort in knowing that other people felt that way instead of looking at it in the sense of, no, I don't want to be this person anymore. I don't want to be a victim of the things that happen to me because there's always going to be something happening to you. And that's where we really have the decision and the choice to make. Do you wallow and fall over and you know, just say, oh, this happened to me and I can't believe that this, this could happen to me. Or do you say, well, this, this happened and it was teaching me something and I'm going to take what that taught me and I'm going to be better and I'm going to do it better. And you know, you, you constantly have to battle the old version of yourself. And I cannot emphasize that enough that you have to have love for that old version of yourself, but know that that's not who you are anymore. And it doesn't matter what people have said about you. And it doesn't matter the light that they look at you or that someone might look at me and think she's not capable of running a business. That does not matter because at the end of the day, the only person that needs to believe in that is you. When I started this podcast, I was so hesitant to do it because of those thoughts right there. I'm like, people are going to be like, why does anyone care what she has to say? Or she's acts like she's perfect when I know she's done this, that, and the other. And I let that hold me captive for so long. And then it got to a point where you're like, you have to just be like, why the hell am I letting, first of all, made up things in my head. I don't even know that that's true. Why am I letting that hold me back from doing something that genuinely feels aligned for me to do and people don't talk about it enough or maybe they do and you're just not tuning into that part that it is scary and anything worth it in your life is going to involve risk and it's going to feel really really scary and that's why I'm so glad I started this podcast when I did because to be honest I'm really not equipped or in a position to tell you how to make millions or what I did X, Y, Z to be successful in the year of 2024. But I can tell you something, I'm living through it and I'm going through that process 
And I'm going to share that process with you because I'm getting so much good insight and I'm watching amazing podcasts and I have wonderful people pouring business advice and mentoring me. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to share that with you because I can only imagine that you struggle with some type of self-doubt or feeling like you can't do something that deep down your heart is burning to do. And so if I can be that person, you guys are what's going to keep me going because for a long time I wouldn't say things like, I'm opening a yoga business this year because I had this fear and this doubt in the back of my mind of what if I'm not capable of doing that? But when you hold yourself accountable to it, what did I say at the start of the show? Do what you said you're going to do. So that's that's my public uh, declaration to you that this is the year that I will have my yoga studio and not just a yoga studio, a successful yoga business where people come not for me, it's not my ego, right? But they're going to get an amazing workout and they're going to feel empowered when they leave. And they're going to leave. My goal is that people will leave better than they came. So who am I? Why am I hiding my gift with the world? Because of self-esteem and because of the labels that have been put on me throughout my life. I chose to identify with them. So this has to be the time that you take ownership over the things that have happened in your life. You are not a victim and you are not stuck that way. And if you feel that ounce of doubt still, what did I go listen to David Goggins story? He is a phenomenal example that you can do literally anything that you want to do. And it's just time that you get the hell out of your own way and start doing those things. Do it scared. I say that all the time. Do it scared. Do it scared because you're never going to hit that point of, okay, I'm ready now. And it's like Layla Hermosi said, if it feels really hard and it feels like you're failing, you're on the right track. So that's my virtual hug to you and my words of encouragement to you as you go through this week. And I want you to, your challenge, send this episode to two people in your life because we all need this reminder and we all need to know that we are fully capable of achieving anything we want to. And the only version or the only person that you need to worry about getting better than every single day is yourself. My boyfriend says all the time, 1% better every day. And there's so much truth in that. And you have to take a second and look back and thank yourself for the progress you've made and the things you've been through. And it might not happen. It's not gonna happen as fast as you think it should. And it shouldn't happen that fast because as you're going, through space you are evolving and you're growing and you're learning and there's so much beauty in that and it takes time but you're on the right track if it feels hard if you feel scared of it let that excite you because that means you're doing exactly what you need to be doing that's what I got for you guys today I love you I hope you enjoyed the episode share this with three friends rate the show Let's blow up who better than you so that we can all be empowered to step in to the versions of ourselves that we were always created to be. And don't you forget, no matter what today brings, no matter what tomorrow brings, there's nobody more equipped for this journey than you. 